Ciao, everybody. Welcome back. This episode, we got two fucking fantastic football players. Um, Jonathan Osorio, Richie Larea, two of my buddies as well. Yo, this fucking, this Potter was unreal, to be completely honest unreal. with you. It wasn't fucking cheesy, like a TSN interview. We got, we got deep. We got deep. We with got it. real deep with mm-hmm. it. Love these guys. Amazing, amazing interview. Tune in. Welcome back to the MBH Podcast, Money Buys Happiness, Season 4, Episode 12. That's the right one? That's 12. <laughs> all right, all right. Listen, shout out everybody liking, subscribing. We're at 470 subs. Run the fucking numbers up. Run please. it up. Just fucking run it up. I'm not going to go too deep like into it. Like it. Okay. Tell them to subscribe. You're going to tell them to subscribe bro, like, more. Subscribe, bro. Subscribe, subscribe, whatever. Subscribe. Like, fucking subscribe. Okay. Just, bro, help out, no? If you're okay. watching, subscribe. Okay, listen. Okay. Listen. We got two two huge guests today. Um, they don't really need an intro. Jonathan Astorio, Richie Larea. What's up, boys? What's up, man? What's happening? What the fuck? <laughs> I'm excited to have you guys, man. I don't, I don't think... Uh, have you guys ever done a podcast before? Like, I want to be like, we're the first ones doing it, but like, probably not. Give them the fake news, bro. Well, we're the first during ones. like quarantine, everybody was doing podcasts, yeah. you know, so. True, true. I did, I was on a couple, but this Virtual is. Virtual stuff? Oh, on the, but this, on the these are my guys, too. you guys are my guys. You huh? on the pals way back to Ricky and George. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah way yeah, back, yeah. way back. That's right, way yeah, back. yeah. I feel like right before the, pandemic. right before the pandemic, yeah, bro. Yeah. Crazy. I remember that. But yo, so, happy Rich, to have you, you boys. Yeah. You, have you ever been on a podcast before? I have, but oh, no, not with. I don't know why I was like, yo, we got a friends. Okay, whatever, fine. Anyways. This is the most relaxed one, though. You know, right, so relax. I appreciate relax, that. Relax, man. That's so relaxed. All right, boys. I want to start off by by just talking a little bit about how you both came to where you are now. You know, from from both growing up in Toronto and GTA, uh, now playing pro soccer. Um, where did you guys both start? And from there, we're going to keep going and kind of ask questions as we go. So, Rich, um, I mean, I've I seen you play. I played sometimes with you as well. We trained together, right? Hey, relax, bro. I'll take it easy. He's got to try to fucking big bro, by the way. If anyone's asking, bro, I was there. Bro, like, I remember high school days. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. fucking killed me there. But, like, what, what was the come up? Because I'm sure some people don't know the whole story. You had a pretty unique way of, like, making your way back to Toronto. You left, came back. Well, what was that? What yeah, was yeah. that whole run through? What do you want to be like straight? Start from wherever the you start. want, right. wherever, wherever you want. Well, I gotta shout them out because this is where it started. Me and him both played in the Spanish league. Oh yeah, yeah huge let's go. big ups. Um, huge. So we, st- I, I started there at the age of. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, straight up. Age of five. So um, yeah, I started there uh, playing with um, Uruguay yeah. for age five till I was like twelve or so. And then after that, I was involved in some of the provincial programs here and there, but didn't stick. And then I went to Sigma uh, Academy, and that's where I was from 12 till 18, 19. And then after that, um, was um, able to go to the States to play there for college, which was big for me. And I was there for two and a half years at the University of Akron. It was Super, super cool experience. Yeah, we got the jerseys back here, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull the jerseys off. Pull the jerseys off. Got the jerseys back here. Let's Six go. God. Let's go. <laughs> Don't knock. I tried to try that on when you gave it to me, fam. Like, yo. I was like, yo, I need to go on a diet. <laughs> Fuck, bro. Anyways. But don't downplay it. You were killing it there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had, a, I had a good season there. I started slow my first year because it was obviously a new experience, living in a different country and all that. But then it, um, my second season, I was able to relax, calm down, be able to play. So it was good. It was a good experience there. And then from there got drafted to orlando where i was for three years and had a pretty tough time to be honest and then came here and finally started to kickstart my career so that's my path yeah journey (laughs) very there's a lot of things in between that i'm sure we'll get into but 
Cool. Yeah, it, uh, it, it seems like the craziest way that it all went down from Toronto. You dipped, you left Orlando, whatever. You got fucking, who was there? Like, Nochorino, Kaka, like all these guys, right? What, an ex- what a fucking experience. I can only imagine. But with that being said, well, so what, what was your run? Because I know, I know your journey was a little different. Yeah, yeah, this is a dog. This is a dog right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all got to tune into this one. No, I, I actually don't know it, so I'm very curious. Everybody has their, their path, you know? Everybody mm-hmm. has their, their own path, and there's no right one. So that's, like, that's the amazing part, you know? Yeah. Like, everybody who makes it, they have their way of getting there. Mine was a little bit different. No better, no worse, I think, you know? Mm-hmm. I started, like you said, in the, playing in the Spanish league. They call it uh, El Popular. Um, they're in Driftwood in the gym, futsal. Uh, I was playing for my for my uncle. He made a team, and usually you play for like your background country. I mean, Richie played for Uruguay, but it was all South American countries. I played for Colombia. You know, you learn a lot of stuff there. Uh, sick place to to kind of develop. I think more kids are actually doing it now. And then um, I didn't actually play 11 v 11 really till or competitively till I was 12. I uh, joined Brampton. Damn. I, was, I was living in Brampton, so I played for Brampton Youth, and we had like a lot of good players. It was cool. Then I moved to uh, Mississauga Clarkson because they got a new coach there that I uh, really liked, um, and and he had actually connections down south in South America, and that was the main reason I went there. And then um, yeah, we he took us the team on a, like a. I want. I don't want to say a showcase, but like a tour in, in Argentina and Uruguay. Amazing, man. We yeah, played like cool. some academy teams there. We we're 15 years old, 16 years old. Jeez. Uh, we got to watch Boca vs River play. Bro. Sick. That's, that's crazy. That's what, a, what a game. Bro, crazy, man. Amazing. <laughs> that that too fuck. Like, Honestly, that's what made me like, I, I always love football, you yeah. know, but like that, like, was like, yo, there's another level of, of passion yeah, to this that's game. Real, that's real like, passion. Bro, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. And then, um, Nah, I don't want to be too long. And then I made it down there. I, I tried out for a Nacional uh, team in Uruguay. Yeah. Uh, I lived down there. I moved when I was like uh, 17 years old. Played for there for two years. Developed. Saw, saw a chance to come back. Came back. Yeah. Um, crazy, like, you know. <laughs> I'm not trying to out anybody, to be honest, <laughs> on this. But basically, like, I, I was told that I was going to get a tryout with TFC. Yeah. When I came back. It didn't happen. Wow. Oh, shit, okay. The door closed. The door closed to go back to Uruguay as well. Oh, so oh. okay. I, I was fucked. Probably at that point. So I was kind of panicking, didn't have a team. I was kind of injured during, uh, dealing with injuries and then got back from that, joined uh, SE Toronto. I remember we were yeah, training yeah. a little bit with yeah, Patrice. With Pat, with Patrice yeah. So I was training there just to get my legs back, you yeah. know, and everything. And then um, I found my way back to to TFC Academy I got the guy's number asked him like yo just take a look at me please at least yeah. I was like oh, yeah crazy. come out it was Dickio and yeah. told me to come out I said yeah come back next year came back next year and I got signed the rest is history that's crazy because bro. bro I remember like I've had season tickets for TFC since the first season and my dad's a huge fan and uh um, I met your dad yeah, sure. I think he took a fucking picture with the team. Bro. It's a tug of the right house. Like, it's yeah, the fucking. Yeah, yeah. I remember I met your dad, bro. Like, dude. Well, and, yeah, and uh, at the, um, the November event. Yeah, yeah, too, yeah. Dude, like, he's just like, that guy is like, he's like a fucking TFC. Like, the guy yeah, lives, he's in, passionate, he lives, breathes TFC. It's insane. He was telling me, because there was 2017, right, when we won and everything. Yeah. But I actually kind of like, my confidence went down that year. And okay. like, I wasn't playing my best for the first half of that season. 
and I remember, <laughs> yo, man came up to me and called me out like, yo, yeah, like I used to, I used to give you a lot of shit, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> bro, <laughs> bro, telling me straight, yeah, 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 me straight, like, you yo, told me, to, said I used this. to give you a lot of shit, blah, 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 but like now you're good, yeah, <laughs> yo, and you're like, I'm thanks, like, bro, I'm like, like, oh, okay, like, this yo, random guy, those guys. Yeah. <laughs> this random guy just comes to me, hey, bro, no, you are right, yo, honestly, at first it's like, oh, like what the hell, like, yeah, yeah, like coming at me like this, but. I understand, bro. Man was passionate. passionate. It was sick. Oh, no. It was cool. I, honestly, I was like, yo. <laughs> yeah. Like, this, up. like honestly, like thank you. Like that's yeah. That's sick. You know. Like he was being straight up with me. I'd rather people be like that. Dude's a real passionate guy. How was your experience when you were away? Like how how was that when you were playing away? Bro. Did it help when you came back having that experience bro, too? It turned me to a whole new yeah. person. Damn. Like good for good and a little bit for bad. But <laughs> but like. Were, that, you there, were you there solo? You went nah, back? I went with uh, Lucas Cavallini. Okay, yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. And a couple other guys actually, but um, by the end of it, it was just me, Lucas, and one other guy that stayed. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up um, coming back. They ended up staying. Okay. Uh, crazy, bro. It's different. It's the third world country, you know. So like, yeah. true, true. You go down. Like I'll tell a story. Like I've told this a couple times. I remember we got into. We lived in the residence. We lived in this residence where basically all the kids that live too far to commute. Because they, they go around the country recruiting oh, yeah, the yeah. best. And there's two teams. Now, so now in Penedol that every kid wants to play for. They're, yeah. they're the big teams. And so they go around the, the country to recruit. And they bring the best kids that are like live too far and put them in this house, ranging from 12 to 18 years old. Damn. Once you turn 18, you have to get your own apartment. Yeah, yeah. But I was, we were 17, so we are living there. And they, they have a cook. We have a cook and like security. But yeah. like, I don't want people to think like... Like this is a third world country, yeah, so we have yeah. the cook. Actually, the food was was great. Yeah, but like the security in the house, everything was run down. Yeah. It was a big house, but like you're living in a room with like three other roommates. You have like crazy. a little clock, bro. Crazy. Yeah. And I remember, well, I'll never forget. They had a computer room. They had like three computers, bro. Like of the old ones. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. The, the box ones. But the box <laughs> yeah, ones. Yeah. And um, three computers for twenty eight kids, bro. <laughs> in in the house so you're trying like we're away from home we need internet to like talk to our parents the only thing you got really yeah Yeah. or calling cards and um three so you have to wait your turn you have to ask the guy like yo i'm after you and then if you're not there at the right time someone will go in front of you you know what i mean yeah and these these kids seen us like these canadian kids yeah and they automatically think like yo these kids are rich they're They're coming here trying trying to to take take our spot spot. so it's hard you got to gain their respect of Mm -hmm. course so I remember, one, like, my mom bought me like a Toshiba laptop to bring to to yeah. chat yeah. with my parents, and some other guys bought their own laptops. I remember a guy brought uh, took out his laptop, and bro, all these kids, <laughs> their eyes lit up. Yeah, yeah. But That's like crazy. for bad reason, of course. <laughs> yeah. They're like, yo, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. And I seen the way they were looking, and I was like, nah, man, I'm not trying to put that target on my back. Yeah, and yeah. It, we weren't trying to take out I didn't take out my laptop bro I just used theirs and their yeah. computers it, like <laughs> like stuff like that you know yeah. so we, what, we, like, we deal with stuff like that but yeah. at the same time like you grow and you learn you know yeah and, and in terms of footy is there anything you brought from there like yeah the passion bro, yeah. the passion the, yeah. the grit yeah like it's a different um, game there right bro it's, it's a it's a physical game yeah. there like you have to get into tackles if you if you pull out like they don't like that there yeah. they'll send you right back home and stuff really? like that so yeah stuff like that man it, and I'm curious Richie for you from like a perspective of when you went away to school and then even like playing on Orlando was there like a cultural thing like being like a Canadian guy I know you had like Kyle at the beginning when you were at Orlando uh, were there other Canadians with you at uh, at Akron 
No, no, no. I was the only Canadian at Akron. Yeah. So oh, shit, okay. um, you may know, you know, Omari that yeah. was there before. He's so, at York after yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. So he was there and uh, wasn't there when I got there. So when I got there, they're like, oh, like another Canadian, you know, <laughs> yeah. making those jokes. I'm yeah. in the, st- like, um, you're in the US and they're just bantering and whatever it might be. So my team was a lot of local guys from uh, the Ohio area or outside of the state and then some Europeans and then it was me as the only Canadian guy so um, yeah at first a little bit tough which is usual because sure. it's you have to earn people's respect especially when you're new to a place so um, I had a little bit of that and then the same with Orlando Orlando probably even more difficult because I'm a rookie True. nobody cares what True. you did in college you know because yeah. yeah. when I walked in there I was like oh I'm coming off a good season you know yeah me thinking like oh maybe i'll get like a, a start or something yeah. like that and you know i like got a reality check as soon as i got there you know but with um playing with such big players guys that played all over the world big league so yeah i got a reality check there my first season i didn't even play a single game a single mls game i was with the i was loaned to the usl team the whole the whole Damn. year so um not even a minute not even one Ooh. minute dressed i think <laughs> three times the first three games of the season yeah and then done so um because i was actually i was an international being canadian mm-hmm. so they signed um julio batista the fourth game yeah, and he took that. my international <laughs> spot not a bad guy to give your international yeah so that's what i was like there and then also being canadian it helped kyle was there and he had done well the season before but still you know people want you to earn their their respect in that type of environment so it was tough but uh, honestly it was uh probably the best thing for my career to go through those really hard three years at orlando yeah sometimes i like look back and i'm like fuck these guys i wasted three years there but then i think positively i'm like if i didn't go through i'm happy yeah. i went through that at a young age versus getting it now at 26 27 yeah. 28th and that yeah. could have it could bury you you know it could, could bury guys so, yeah exactly which i've seen it happen to people well, so actually with you saying that i'm curious i feel like a lot of people would look at the age you're at now and like not really see this as like a time for their career to pick up because also you were a little earlier on tfc right or was it a similar age group when you started to like really break through um no i, I think uh it's different i I was playing from yeah. You played from the jump. Bro. I played from the beginning, like early. Like I, I won my position halfway through my my first season, so I was okay. twenty twenty one years old. And from then on, I've been was less regularly playing. Yeah, my break like, but when I there's regular playing, and then there's your like your breakthrough when you start to come into your own. Yeah. Yes, and that was probably end of 2017, 2018. Yeah, and that, that so around mm-hmm. the same age yeah. actually. Yeah. Oh shit. You're, you're okay. twenty six. Yeah. I was twenty. I was twenty five, twenty six. Yeah, the, those but different years. stories though, because like I remember, like again, season ticket holder there since day one. I remember you coming on as like the young Canadian guy. There was like a story behind you too. Like yeah. this guy's from Toronto. Yo, like crazy. they you really had to, that like yeah. pushing. Yeah, they liked that I was from Toronto. Obviously, yeah. and grew up there. Um, but at first, they were trying to say like I came from the academy. Oh yeah, I was yeah. in the academy for like two weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, they tried those ones. Those guys I, was in the I swear, yeah. bro, I was in the academy for three weeks. But I was like, cool. I was like, someone's coming for this guy tomorrow. That's crazy. No, they know. Nah, they they yeah, changed course, it. They changed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't say it no more. But like, I remember at first I kept saying academy graduate, blah blah. blah and I, I, you know, I, they gave me, they signed me. So yeah. I'm not gonna, gonna I'm not gonna it. fight them. Like, yeah. yo, say what you, whatever you gotta say. Like, that's cool. Um, and then I then I started doing interviews and slowly I, I was like saying I was like telling my story and people were starting to realize this guy is not an academy yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so it kind of they, they took it out like they, they did it kind of um, like 
low key, you know? Yeah. They low key. Just so kind of like phased it yeah, out. Phased yeah, phased it out, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And then for you, like now coming back, you're back in Toronto. Like, do you notice from the fans and stuff? There's like a big, like, push. I guess in terms of fans being like, yo, you're, this guy's from Toronto, like he's Canadian. Like, is there that like, do you feel that like, um, I guess that that passion, that like vibe, people are like, yo, this guy's from Toronto, so I'm gonna like, ec- like give him that extra love, you know what I mean? Like, have you noticed that? Yeah, I think the fans are, they want the Canadians to play and they push the Canadians pretty hard, but I think it goes both ways. They want you to play well, but also when you're not playing well, they let you know, you know, like, true, true. <laughs> sort of like how your dad did it, this guy, you know, you so that. it's you like, uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. it builds like, because, you know, a guy, a guy like him, a guy like me, we want to play at the highest level possible. Your dad coming to him saying that <laughs> would be the nicest thing we'd pro- you'd probably hear if you're playing in South America yeah, and yeah, Europe. Yeah, you know, true. people are a lot uh, more aggressive, direct. So, yeah, I feel like the fans are welcoming of the Canadians for sure. Yeah. Um, and they want the Canadians to do obviously as a Canadian team. You want to see Canadians play. And for a very long time, this guy was the only Canadian playing for stretches of years. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... I think fans are happy now that we have uh, a few more Canadians. We have some talented young players as well that are getting minutes as well. So, yeah, I would say the fans are good. They they definitely push you in both directions for um, for playing on this team. Just, to, just yeah. to add on that, just to so you understand, like for sure, like we're we're we have the backing of our of our people. Like like you said, like people want to see their own do good, but I think people want to see their own. Uh, like represent them the yeah. right way more than do good. Yeah. True, true. You know true. what I mean. Yeah, so yeah. like, so you're saying. So there is a little bit of, a, and I told him. I, I told you guys a story. Yeah. I, you know, Richie came to the squad, got signed. So happy for him. You know, and you guys got to ask him about the like around the time the story of when he got signed <laughs> and what he was going through at that time because yeah. it's, it's crazy. Yeah, sick. Um, so. He got signed, uh, uh, I met him at a coffee shop and I showed him, like, yo, man, congrats. But like, I showed him, it. it's nice to play at home, but there's a pressure. There's of a course. pressure being being from here too. Yeah. You know, like when you, when you, when you don't do good as a Toronto kid, they, they then it's like, ah, like that's not a guy that we want yeah. to represent us. Yeah. And then true, they will, true. They will, they'll true. let you hear. Well, they will. They'll, they'll start closer talking. To home for them, you know, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. They want, they want to be re- represented well. Of course. So if you're going to play, you have to represent well. You can't just be playing to play, you know? Yeah. Like, so, so Rich, you, you were originally won by TFC. Okay, you went to Orlando. Why did you make that first decision? Well, I, um, <laughs> I had a meeting because in the college show um combine yeah. when you go the team's team's message com- yep. your representation and they tell like okay we want to meet so and so at a, this time whatever team it might be toronto okay. seattle orlando whatever it might be so i had a meeting with toronto and at the time it was 2016 so he was playing regularly and yeah. i knew he was canadian he was playing i was like fuck like that's sick he's playing but then yeah. I looked down. I'm, I'm. Tell me if I'm wrong. I looked down the pipeline of the other Canadians, yeah. and he was the only one playing. Yeah, he was. He was. There was guys around my age. Yeah, yeah. There was guys around my age, younger and older, that weren't really playing, weren't yeah. making the bench. And I was like looking at it. I was like, you know, after going to the states, I felt like I grew so much as a person. Yeah. It, hel- it helped me because like, you know you can't. Too, yeah. It's, it's not like I'm having I wouldn't do it regardless but if I was having a bad day I could like call my dad mom yeah. brother sister yeah. best friends like yo like come check on me there yeah. I had to fend for myself so it was good and I felt like I was starting to to grow and be like come into my own you know so when I had the meeting with them I was like um, well these guys are like they, they were playing really well at the time because yeah. it was 2016 um, 
January, so you guys had just come off of making the playoffs for the first time, right? 2016, we, we made the final. No, no, but this is early January. You guys... Oh, the, early January, yeah, yeah, yeah. we made the playoffs. Yeah, but their yeah. team was sick. They had yeah. him, Seba, just one MVP or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Vasquez, Josie's, right? No, no, no Vasquez didn't come there. yet. Josie, Josie Mike... Um, you, I'm Seba. trying to say, we, in 2016, we just signed Will Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I remember yeah. that squad. Yeah, I remember yeah. that squad. It was, squad. It, was the, yeah. it was the beginning of the beginning of like yeah. It was the, a turning the point. franchise. Yeah, I, I would say the the year before with Seba being MVP, we did make the playoffs, got slapped by our rival, but like that all that was learned. Me, it, it was it was changing, right? And 2016 was the year that it started going like it went all the way up. You know, yeah, and that was so, your draft year. Yeah, yeah. So okay. then I was like looking at, it, I was like, fuck, like it'd be amazing to play in my city. I've spoken to like Jay Hams, uh, Jay Chapman, um, Manu was there at the time yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Um, a few uh, guys Ash- that actually Chris Manella. Ashton and Chris Manella was yeah, there, yeah, yeah, like yeah. all those guys. Yeah. So they were all there, and um, but I'm speaking about the guys around my age, and I'd of ask course. them, I was like, how is it? Like all of them are like, oh, it's amazing, you know, you live at home, you <laughs> save so much money, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And I was like, think about it, I'm like, nah, that doesn't it's sound good to me. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And then on top of it, I was like, speaking to them, like, yeah, I'm having some trouble playing right now because. Yeah of so-and-so this and that blah 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 so i was like maybe i should just go somewhere else so i ran, i went into the meeting and i sat down and i was like they're telling me about like the plan for the team what they think about me blah blah and i'm sitting there taking it all in it was all super good like i was with uh bez and greg and uh i think robin all in the room yeah and we, we were speaking and it sounded so like a great great plan and i was just like fuck i'm gonna have to tell these guys now that i don't want to play here i'm speaking for 15 yeah. minutes i was like yeah guys like i don't want you to take this offensively yeah. like i kind of don't want to come home and play there right now yeah. i didn't damn i should have explained properly but i yeah. was younger i didn't of course i knew why i was saying it but they didn't because yeah. i had a conversation with a coach after which i can tell you after yeah um i was like yeah i um I don't want to come play here right now. I don't feel yeah. like I, I said something along the lines of like, I don't feel like I'm ready or like something like that. But yeah. apparently, <clears throat> fuck, uh, what is it? Three years down the line, he came back to me because I came on trial okay. here, and I remember my agent was walking me in through the front doors, and I was, I was like, "Fuck, these guys aren't gonna take me." I told these guys that yeah, I, I don't yeah. want to play here. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. So then we sat down, me, Greg, uh, Vanny, Bez, and my agent sit down, and like as soon as I sit down, sit down, Greg goes. I thought you didn't want to play here. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And, he, and then he starts laughing. He starts laughing. I was like, and at first he wasn't laughing. Then he's like, oh no, I'm just joking. Started laughing. So I was like, fuck, okay. But um, the great start. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I explained then to yeah. him why I didn't want to play, and he he could appreciate would, that. Yeah, for he sure. appreciated yeah. it because then he saw the, the guys like, yeah. exactly. He saw yeah. the guys that I was like around my age, and he's yeah. like, yeah, maybe they would have been better off going somewhere else to like grow a little bit more and stuff like that. So I mean. In the end, it came full circle, but um, yeah, I, d- I did say I didn't want to play here, but I think for good reasons, not anything football related, just individually. So, yeah. so can you then explain now how the fuck you made it back to Toronto and what that experience was like? I know you said there's probably a good story in there, but I mean, the coffee shop talk, like yeah. run us through, run us through how you how you came back because yeah. dude, you came back and like from an outside perspective of like someone who watches every TFC game, like, dude, you came back like, fight, felt, felt like you were just fired up, bro. And yeah, then yeah. just like, from game, the, from the first game, like, It was bro, like you had a chip on your shoulder. Yeah, when I was watching you, like, yo, this guy's proving some shit right now, bro, you know? I, I had Jay messaged me, shout out Jay, Jay Boost. <laughs> this guy just hit me up, yo, you see that goal, and we're going back for you, you see the goal, you see the, no, no, no. so it's yeah. just like, 
also like I guess all your boys the boys that we share like mm-hmm. our friends were just like everyone was fired up when you came back with yeah. just such passion so yeah. maybe tell that tell like how that even came and you to also be. became a father during the process right yeah. so like how was that man yeah so or, I got little, yeah I got released from Orlando in November screw him GM told me uh, I was in uh, <laughs> the GM told me I was in MLS quality blah wow. blah blah mm. like telling me I hope he's watching <laughs> I, he told me yeah. I need to take some maybe go a different route so whatever Damn. yeah his opinion mm. um, so I, I left there and I was honestly thinking I was like it shouldn't be that hard to like find a team so my agent was speaking to teams it gets to a certain point then he'd be like ah oh, no um, it's okay we'll just go with someone else yeah. we'll go with someone else and then he messaged TFC and he had a good relationship with um the president and stuff like that so yeah. the president's like yeah no problem bring him in we'll put him for a trial so i think i walked in through those doors on like um you guys started early that year because it was champions league so i think preseason started like what second week of january or something like that mm-hmm. early so i walk in and i'm doing all the trial stuff you know like i'm walking into a building of like these guys are <laughs> like the best team in mls yeah, you know yeah, what i mean yeah. like you have this guy who's someone i've looked up to and then now i'm sharing a locker room with him. Yeah. You have Ash, another Canadian. Of course. You know, guys that like mean so much to the city. And then I'm also seeing Seba, yeah. uh, Josie, Mike, yeah, Vanderweel, yeah. like all these guys, Vasquez, or was he, he might've already been gone or about to leave. He right? was there and then he left. Yeah. But I think you, you caught him for yeah, like, yeah, like what a squad. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. I'm walking in yeah. and I was like thinking, I was like, I'm just, these guys came off of uh, 2018 where they went all the way to the Champions League final. Should have won like, like for me like you know the best team in mls to date is the team that they had so i was like fuck this is gonna be tricky and at the time i was playing in the midfield and i was looking i was like these guys fucking have also <laughs> mike marky victor depth. yeah yeah brad like they had so much depth so i was just thinking i was like this is gonna be hard like mm-hmm. this is gonna be a grind so because you went as a midfielder yeah yeah so came in just doing what i had to do and i was just getting by but um I felt like the team, rightfully so, they had a lot of stuff happening on the outside. Seba was trying to get a new contract or leave. Yeah. Josie was out of contract soon. Just so much stuff going course, on, you know. Yeah, so like, I felt like I was at the, at the bottom of the list, which is normal. I'm you know, I'm on track yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I was going through that, and then weeks and weeks and weeks just kept going by. I remember he came to me, he's like you haven't fucking signed yet and i was like no I haven't. <laughs> so and, and it just kept going and going and like he said um wifey was pregnant with yeah. my son now who's yeah. two but like congrats, at the time yeah, he, congrats, he was bro. um she was pregnant and i hadn't got a paycheck from december 15th right is that <laughs> yeah. the last time we get paid mls or 31st or some shit yeah, no Crazy paycheck. Bro. My yeah. wife, like, she's over in Orlando. I'm yeah, because you guys, you guys were. Yeah, I'm yeah. bouncing to Toronto. We went to Orlando, LA. So like, I'm stre- like, stre- I'm course, obviously trying course. to keep it all in. I'm stressed. Yeah. And then like one day, maybe like three weeks, three three four weeks in the preseason, uh, Vanderbilt has a situation with the club yep. and ends up leaving. Yep. And then they only have Aura as a right back. So now they're looking around, they're like, fuck, we have no other right back. <laughs> yeah. And then I remember uh, we played against a university team in California and the coach came to me, he's like, uh, you've ever played right back before? I was like, no. <laughs> he's like, okay, well, you're gonna have to learn how to play there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, so I- But at I, that point you're looking around the team and you're like, bro, I'll do this if I have to do this. Exactly, you know what I mean? exactly. no problem. So yeah. I was like, nah, that's, perfectly fine i mean i had no sales like fuck i got to learn how to play right back played that game thought i did okay yeah. went into film got crushed <laughs> by, Rob, by robin frazier crushed yeah, yeah. and yeah i just started going from there steadily i was in 
like I said, the second week of January, and then it took me till I remember the date to like March twenty first is a uh, when I uh, signed my contract. Yeah. So I was on trial for three months. Damn, bro! I remember we spoke a couple of times during that time too. Yeah, yeah. jeez, Damn, bro. So were you, were you pl- like were you playing like you had something to prove? Like it was that something inside of you? Were like, bro, I gotta fucking especially after what happened with Orlando. I mean, I, I would say I was playing, um, bro, the game. Yeah, what, what, what do you got to say? Well, yeah, let's see. I remember that came on, me and me came on together. So I, I just came back that that whole preseason. I wasn't really playing because I was coming back from uh, sports hernia surgery. Yeah. I had double, uh, double hernia. So I was, I was almost back, whatever. And I was just getting back. And then there was that game that you played, I think. Oh, wait, Galaxy. Uh, no, the, yeah. But before that, there was the university game was before that, right? Yeah, yeah. And you played right back. Mm-hmm. Right, whatever, and I, I forget that I didn't. I actually don't remember him getting killed by Robin, or whatever. But <laughs> the next thing we played LA Galaxy at the Galaxy Stadium, friendly. Okay. Yeah, and that this was my first game. I was gonna get minutes. Yeah, so back know, from injury. Back from injury. Yeah. yeah, my first game. Yeah. Um, so I came in. I came in with Richie, and the coach tried out Richie left wing. Yeah. So I was playing left, like uh, we were playing four three three. I was playing like tilted left. Yeah. And then Richie was beside me. Yeah. And I remember, like, I was a little bit scared. I don't know if you guys, you guys ever, you, you had a hernia surgery. I had sports hernia surgery. Yeah, the same one. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. kind of scary because the, the scar too, tissue right? and yeah. it's a mental thing. Yeah. The, the, you have that scar there You feel too. the scar tissue breaking and yeah. you think you do your like groin or it's something. It's fucked, bro. Bro, it's crazy. Fucked. Yeah. So I'm dealing with that. But I'm playing. I'm, I'm holding. I'm like, I'm scared to like. Um, what do you call that? Flex your flex my core, like. Yeah. Um, what do you call that? Well, when you flex your core, <laughs> like you, like use your core, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. And then um, I'm I'm scared to like go against guys like this, blah blah, yeah. blah and hold my groins together, like. But I played good. I, I remember I sent him a ball. I just sent him a ball, and this guy started sprinting. <laughs> well, sprinting against the right. I forget who the right back was, but. This guy, like, it was Dusted. like this, and then <laughs> this guy just went with the ball, went to the net, yeah, got yeah. a chance. We might have scored. He did an assist or something. I I opened my eyes there. I was like, holy shit, like, this yeah. guy's fast. <laughs> I didn't know Richie was fast. Yeah. And because he was playing in the midfield, you don't really, like, you don't see you don't your see burst of speed. Yeah. Your yeah. burst of speed. But he played on the wing, and he was fast. I sent him on the ball, and he, and I think that's what opened their eyes. Well, they're like, holy, like, this guy's fast. He's played in the midfield. He's, he's good with his feet. Yeah. And they started playing him, like, right back and stuff. Yeah. And I, I think that's that's the game that won you the contract. That's that's 100%. my opinion. I don't know if it that's is. the truth. Yeah. But that's when I opened my eyes. Of course. Like, now, oh, now from, like a, from, like, a contract perspective, if, if you can talk about it, what what was that like? Like, did they did they show you love? Or was it just like, yo, we're just going to, like, kind of give you a chance? Like... It was it was definitely them giving me a chance, yeah. and I had I didn't have a leg to stand on at that yeah. point. So I was like, you know, like I'll, I'm gonna have to take this uh, take a contract, whatever they. I said it to myself, whatever they give me, I have to take and take just prove it. myself. So yeah, um, yeah I, I think I even had a conversation with him because he was similar. He came in and then he got, you know, he's been able to sit. What is it? Nine years now. Yep. Able to get several contracts throughout the way, move his way, yeah, all yeah. the way up to Building. like being like the guy, you know, like people think of TFC and like yeah. this is one of the yeah, first yeah, names yeah, to hear, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So like he's like he was the one that told me, even to this day, still helps me. It's my dude right here, but <laughs> yeah. he just yeah. um just take it, you yeah, just take was, it. I, I was just I just took it and I was like I gotta like now I did the first part, which was hard, but now it's gonna be even harder because yeah. I remember, um. I forget who told me, but someone in Orlando, one of the bigger players, was like, it's easy to get, like, the contract I got coming out of college because you're coming out of college, you know? Like, 
but he's like now it's about getting several different contracts like that's the hard part True. so I, I just took it as a as a challenge so when honest. you were coming in obviously being at home now what kind of conversation did you guys have about playing at home being in toronto and not getting distracted because we've seen many players get distracted in the past and you guys are fucking focused as as it gets Right, so how, how did you guys have a conversation about that? And what do you think about playing at home? Is there distraction, and and how the fuck do you stay focused? Yeah, I, I remember we were talking about it. I th- I don't know if I mentioned it, like the the coffee shop. Yeah, I seen him, and we had a I seen him and uh, his wifey and his kids. I went yeah. to go say hi. Of course, what's up? And then like I was so he had just signed, I think, and. Mm-hmm. I'll, like uh, I was proud of him you know like yeah. he's from Toronto I didn't really know Richie yet like we're not as close we weren't as close as we are now yeah. obviously but I was getting to know him and he's from Toronto I'm gonna show love yeah. 100% and I just showed him like listen like it's great that you signed but it, it like just to tell you like you need to be focused now and, and, and it doesn't end here you know like making it is not enough yeah. you have to be focused and and now play and and win your spot and i go it's tough because you're at home it's easy to be comfortable um but it's not enough to just to just sign and make it yeah. you know you yeah. people will forget about you quick yeah. true it's been a lot of kids it's i've true. seen a lot of guys that come friends yeah. come play first you sign they give you two years to see if you can break through the team you don't yeah. they yeah. let you go yeah i've seen it so many times yeah. so i just showed him that like I've seen too many times people come in get too comfortable don't let that happen to you man congrats Said hi to Yaya's and uh, <laughs> Yaya's and his kid Elijah. Yeah, and um, and that's it, bro. And he was he was super. Him and his wife he was super nice and saying thank yeah. you, appreciate you that. T- yeah, I, t- I I told him that one time. I've yeah. never yeah. had to say that again. Yeah, yeah. so well, you've been that very shows focused, a lot. Because you know? I don't, dude. I haven't seen you. Like I feel like you, you, I feel like you, I'm probably you're gonna be like, bro, you're retarded. But you're just like at home and at the field, and like that's it. Right, like you know, I don't ever see you. I don't ever see you doing anything, right? You're, I guess you're pretty quiet on the gram too, whatever. So like, you keep it chill. <laughs> you keep it chill, you know. And I respect that, but it's because like you're you not my close friends. That's why. <laughs> well, you haven't seen what I've been up to. No, but but then like the next the next the next step is like you get a new contract, right? TFC has confidence in you now. You have that breakout well, as season. They should, bro. I mean, like, fuck, well, like well, between both of you guys, you guys were were like playing very well the coming games after. I guess even that when you first signed. You guys had had a lot to do with almost every fucking goal that was being scored from what I was watching. Oh, bro, you're getting so, taken <laughs> on the box like every time. I don't know how many penalties you must have won running down diving. the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about your diving. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was crazy. So, like, yeah, what? Yeah. So, what's that scenario now? You you um you get that initial contract, and then what's one year later they offer you a new one? Or how, yeah, how did that yeah, look? Yeah, it was. I signed in 2019, and then I got one like um sort of the beginning of 2020, right before uh, COVID hit. But um yeah, I mean. For me, it became easier because I felt like I was in an environment where there's like everyone was competing. You know, first off, like you said, like him and Ash were like very welcoming of me because I was Canadian and they try to make sure that I was at least they're at least pushing me in the right direction, which was big time for me because I didn't have that in Orlando really. So, um, and then coming here, I saw like a different level. Um, I've always been competitive, but like I, I think sometimes I've kept it inside because of the situation I was in in Orlando. But then I came here and like. If you guys have watched this guy play, like, yeah, yeah. he's fucking competitive. Yeah, like, yeah, I know. <laughs> you can hear yeah. fucking 30,000 fans in BMO. You're going to yeah. hear this guy. That's screaming. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's crazy, so, yeah. bro. That's it's, crazy. Um, like, especially then I started. Car- bad. <laughs> <laughs> then I started carpooling this guy because we both lived uh, right next to each other. And I would just, like, 
it was good honestly like being yeah. with this guy like it's something you look up to i was like feeding off his energy you know like i'd be like fuck like this guy it's easy to stop what you're doing and like get comfortable you know this yeah, guy's yeah. still fight like yeah. deal after deal after deal national team whatever it is like top goal scorer of CONCACAF Champions League like you could you can see guys get comfortable after that yeah. you know what I mean where they're like fuck I've done a lot, enough like they're gonna keep me around here for a while I'll make you know a good live in blah 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 but this guy like I saw him even to this day he just keeps fighting for more for more so I was just like fuck if this guy's doing it and he's three years older than me then I have to continue you know like it just 100%. it's a good environment in that sense where you have like not only him like a bunch of guys on the team that are super super passionate and want to win but obviously being close with him i see it firsthand and it's um yeah i think that's yeah. what is leading me in the right way being able to see what this guy does other guys do and yeah just so, move like from there you have a mentor on the team you know yeah exactly did you did you have a mentor when you first kind of got on the team was there someone on the team that was helping you kind of find your way um you yeah. know um no nah, i was a lone wolf <laughs> i don't want to say i'm a lone wolf <laughs> yeah. but um the Could, first year, yeah. I had guys like, the, my very first year, we weren't very good, but I did have like a lot of guys um, like rated me very highly. So I was, I was running on confidence, you know? Um, and I had like, there was a lot of guys, I came into a team that had like a lot of young guys from Toronto. So we were kind of all together all the time. So I was, you know, my first year, I will say my first two years though, it, like I was playing good, but I really, especially my second year, my second year I started getting injured a lot and it was because I wasn't doing the things like off the pitch yeah. to keep my body yeah. right and like stuff like that. So it's not as professional as I was um, now. And so that was a big learning curve the, the second season. Yeah. Like I got injured a lot. Yeah. And um, so I had to learn from that. The third season is when all these, when we like, these big names are getting signed now. Yeah. Bradley Altador, those guys. Bradley Altador, Seba, yeah, um, came in, and the second year, Jermaine Defoe was there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. was there. Yeah. Dero had actually been kind of a mentor to me yeah. for mm -hmm. sure, but he was only there one year with me. Cool. Okay. But that year, he he was cool to have as a as a mentor, and then like you just. I wouldn't say like I didn't have like a, a mentor, but I took things from these big players, cool. each from each of them. You like know, different I, things I would, from I would each take guy. things from different things from each guy, and then kind of just making my own. You know, so yeah, yeah. that's kind of what I did. And then like Ben Washer came, um, he was cool. He sat beside me, and he was a cool guy to to have uh, beside me. He's like a legend in France and Marseille. So, yeah. but yeah, you learn from these guys like Michael Bradley. You know, yeah. it, he's a he's a great like. Um, role model you know like great professional you learn that Josie and Seba like they all played at, at big teams Massive. you know yeah, Victor yeah. Vasquez came he was another one that yeah. was really cool to look up to um, so yeah I've had my like I I haven't had one mentor or whatever. You just take yeah. different things from different guys. I feel like after even like that, during that time, you broke out into like this confidence too. Like when I was watching you too, because I would watch all the young guys. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, yo, let's see how he's playing. Let's see how he's playing. And what I noticed was a lot of the younger guys were always nervous. You could tell when they're playing too. Yeah. But with you, I noticed you were just confident. And I'm like, bro, this guy doesn't give a fuck. Like, he, it's like nothing's <laughs> around him right now. Well, you came with a flair, bro. Like, yeah, I remember, yeah, yeah. I remember the first games that you played when t when the fucking BMO field didn't look like it yeah, does yeah, now. Yeah, We're yeah, talking yeah. like a fucking. This shit was brutal. That was something I, I, I was like, yo, he's playing really confident. You came with like, flair, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think yeah. that's why. I think that's what like the city. 
the city enjoyed having you come in and the fact that you were from Toronto was yeah, it that yeah. other piece because you brought flair that like the team never had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never had like a midfielder with the touches, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, with yeah, that yeah. ability. So you came in and did that. And I think that's what people like talk to it like you know spanish dude it's like yeah kinda, you know what i'm saying yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. this guy's got flair okay yeah, 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 yeah. Like, the city was fucking with it i think it was different right like you if you see the guys that were making it the young guys that they were bringing up they're like big physical guys, yes, yes, physical exactly. guys you know? there was never a guy that i could look up to even on a national team yeah, I look yeah. up, there wasn't like a spanish guy there yeah. that like yeah play mm-hmm. technique like flair you know i had yeah. that flair for sure and um so for me, that was tough. I, I was already at a disadvantage in that sense, you know? And th- that's why I really, when I came to the team, I really worked on like, you know, my physical, I tried to get it as, just try to put me on a level playing field in that area of the game because the technique is gonna take over. Yeah. yeah. And so once I got, I, you know, I took that, that way of thinking, if I improve my physical game, then I'm gonna have a chance to show my, yeah. uh, my flair and my of technique course. and so. Yeah, man. I think it was different, and and then I was uh, like, thankfully I was good. So yeah. people people We're liked good. it, you know. Because yeah. you can have flair, but if you're not good, <laughs> you're not gonna care. Yeah, yeah. So, um, no, yeah. you brought up a good point though with with like you looking up to players in Canada, and and maybe like ten years ago there wasn't really much to look up to. I'd say the Guzman or something like that, and that's where it ends, maybe, right? But. I feel like Canada is now, even the national team, is embracing the multiculturalism here, mm-hmm. you know, on all the players we have, right? Um, I, like, even back well, then, like you said, they just wanted big physical people, and that was their f- soccer player. And now I think even with the coaching staff, they were trash. They were trash. That's why they were trash. Yeah, I'm being honest. Listen, listen, you guys are in a golden generation. It's like, like, from the outside world, yeah. you guys probably hear it, but like, this, people feel like this Canadian team is like the golden, this is like, we're in a golden era right now. Some of the best yeah, players yeah. coming out of Canada, the most skillful. Obviously, you guys are like, you know, you're both on the national team. You guys are fucking doing numbers. Like, you beat the States. I was there for that game. Fucking mm. freezing. Unreal. <laughs> like, what a game. What a, what a game for Canada. Like, people just looking at Canadian soccer at that point and being like, holy shit, we're actually here on, like, the international yeah, stage. Yeah, yeah. Like, so... I mean, you guys should be proud for that, first of all, because yeah. that's unreal. Like, no one's ever looked at Canada as, like, a fucking soccer country, a football mm-hmm. country. So, kudos to you guys on that side. But now that I want to I actually dive into the Canadian team, you guys both came in a little bit different times, maybe have had some different experiences. But I want to get into that, how you came in, and then, like, the experience of the team now. Because, like, now, like I said, it feels like a golden mm-hmm. era for Canada. Yeah. And like, going into the World Cup, like, mm-hmm. dude, we're, we're all, well, you guys better make it broke because we're, yeah. we're all pretty well, much like, yo, you guys made it so, like, It's crazy because, you, you, like, that's the thing. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's crazy because you're saying golden generation and stuff, yeah. but, like, we got to make the World Cup. Yeah. 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 Or else we're not the golden generation yeah. Yeah. no more, you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah, like, people are saying it and stuff, and, and as a player, you know, you, you have to be kind of level-headed, like, yeah, we know. This is probably one of the best teams, yeah. if not the best team that we've had in yeah. Canada. But like, at the same time, the way I look at it, and I think the way we all look at it is like, golden. Gen- we're not golden generation until we get things done. Yeah. You know, fair. So yeah, fair. Yes, we we put when we beat the U.S., we turn heads. That's we turn heads. Yeah, yeah. true. Um, or even I would go back. I'll even go to like Alfonso Davies going to Bayern Munich. That started to turn heads. Of yes. Yeah. Then. True. You know, all these young players are coming up, exciting. Then we beat the U.S. That turned more heads. Um, you know, this Gold Cup, I think, turned a lot of yeah, heads. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, yeah. turned a lot of heads. Yeah, yeah. And so now, you know, we're going into qualifiers. We're, we're confident, man. Like, yeah, yeah we're, we're slowly getting talked about. Like, Canada, yo, they play, they play football up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And yeah. they're good. What do you think the reason is for this team being the one, though? 
Uh, just like I, I obviously know the players, but, but why? Why <laughs> now? Like, how did it take it, so long Yo, to get to this point? Canada is is if you think about it, Canada is like, especially in sports. I'm not trying to sound like I'm a historian <laughs> or anything. But We're all historians here. No, but like, I don't know if Canada, even as a country, is a young country yeah, compared yeah. to a lot of, of countries in yeah, the world. Yeah, it is. Yep, it is. Yeah. So imagine for sports, we're yeah. way behind. Yeah, like true, true. United States and all these big yeah. like countries, and then in football, yeah. so behind. Yeah, hundreds of you years. Know? Yeah, hundreds of years <laughs> yeah. behind. Yeah. Bro. We just got our own professional league. What like two years yeah. ago? Yeah. yeah, true. Bro, you crazy. Know what I mean? That's crazy. Yeah. So we're we're behind. So now, you, like throughout the years, where we create that one good player, two, then there's three. There's a, the Guzman, Atiba Hutchinson. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to miss anyone. There, there's so much. Of course, like, D-roll, D-roll too, yeah. uh, Josh Simpson. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you guys know Josh Simpson. Great player. He got hurt. Okay. But he was a great player. Craig Forrest. Yeah. Like, Craig Forrest. Yeah. 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 Like, Some guys big like, guys. Yeah. Guys yeah. like this, man. So little by little, but still not yet. There's not enough to really talk about something, and I think just. Over the last, I would say, five, maybe ten years, five years, the structure and the development for young players has has improved. Yeah. And football is now uh, being more, it's exposed more here. There's more exposure for it. Yeah. Um, you know, we're exposed. We have more channels to watch yeah. European football. Of uh, now the MLS, now, now yeah. a kid can see someone in the MLS or in Toronto yeah. and say, yo, I, there's a kid from Toronto that plays for Toronto. He's good. Yeah. You know, I can be I can yeah. be like that when yeah. I grow up. There's of a course, chance, you know. Course. Now now you're looking up to people and you see that it's possible. Yeah. It feels so real I, for kids. Exactly. Now. Yeah. 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 Then we had the breakthrough. We had finally the young kid to go to a huge team, Bayern Munich. Yeah. Now all these kids, man, that's that's what they that's look for. That's what I was like. gonna say. Yeah. What what was the what was like the conversation like when that happened? Like even oh, from like an MLS standpoint. Yeah. Like, well I was I was I, I was I played against him when he came into the league at fifteen and yeah. like I was like, Yeah, he's fifteen though, you know, he's good for a fifteen year old. Then all of a sudden, we came, it was 2017 Gold Cup, and the coach started to start him. I'm like, what? <laughs> and he started scoring goals. <laughs> you saw how fast he was, yeah. and I was like, oh, like this guy's for real. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Then after that, there was the rumors, the Bayern Munich rumor, and he he was still doing sick in the league, but not like crazy sick. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. he was very young. The Bayern, he got signed by Bayern Munich, and it's like that gave him an even more confidence. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like he already had the potential, and he was showing it. But then the fact that Bayern Munich came to him gave him even more confidence. Yeah. yeah. After that, bro, the league was done <laughs> yeah, for him. Like yeah, it was, yeah. it was too easy for him. Yeah. And it's just crazy to see that. You know, you just need that one person to like show belief. Yeah, now all these kids believe this. Well, some believe it was sick. Like I used to think, like yeah, I'm, somehow you know, like. <laughs> I don't want to get into it, but like, there's a lot of stuff that like, I don't want to make excuses either. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I'm not saying I'm good enough for Bayern Munich or I ever was, <laughs> but I'm just saying like now because of Afonso and these kids, there's an avenue. Yeah. Now there's eyes yes. looking here. You the know? channel. Yeah. yeah. He, he he got that first. There's eyes the first looking yeah. here, and there's exposure now. The national team is good, so like, oh, it it that's how it improves, and that's yeah, why it's, yeah. this is why. And it, yo, in five, in five, ten years, twelve years, we might not be the golden generation no more. Yeah, yeah it's true. Maybe the future kids come up yeah. and like we're forgotten. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't. Uh, That's why we need to win the World Cup. That's yeah. Why. If you guys yeah. make the World Cup, for I, I think even without it, but I'm praying you guys fucking make it, please. And and the other side of that is, I think you guys will. And I think when you do that, That's history. It will sort of cement. It will yeah. cement like you guys, like yes, as yes. people and as like as players individually and as a team, is like. 
holy fuck, yes, these guys yes. changed Canadian soccer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I agree. I, I think you guys already have from an individual level, but to take the country there, yeah, yeah. like, and it's like you said, it, it, it feels like now when I look at like youth soccer compared to like when I would play it, like, there's real belief. Yo, like, these kids yeah, really believe, like, yeah, yo, you know, Alfonso Davies is in fucking Bayern Munich. Like, I, there's a chance for me. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, who yeah. knows how it's going to come, but it, it's, it's reality. It could be real, right? So, you guys are pretty much paving the way, though, for that, you know? And, and Yeah, yeah, man. And, like, I, that's, I did realize, I, honestly, like, I don't want to talk like I'm this guy. Like, I mean, yes, we're, we're paving the way for the next generation, but, like, that's not the reason I'm doing it. The yeah. only reason. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I play good because I want to play fucking good. Yeah. Like, I like to play good. Yeah, like, yeah. I want to do good for myself. Of course. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's that mentality that like you want to do good every time and we have yeah. all these guys that also want to do good. Yeah. All of that together is paving a way yeah. for the next generation yeah. and making that the standard, you know? So like, I just think that before we didn't have belief. That was a big thing. There was no belief and people would go to Team Canada and even guys on the team didn't believe. So they would yeah. go there and just... You know, but you guys go there now, being like, "Yo, like we're gonna like it doesn't matter who you're playing, like, yo, we're gonna beat these exactly. guys." Exactly, like, business, dude. That game uh, against yeah. Mexico was insane, bro. Insane. What a game, dude. It was it was fucked. But even even when you you're watching watching the team, like you guys all seem like just boys. Like you know, like it's yeah. all just like how's the chemistry with the team? That's what it I was seemed, gonna say. It that's seems yeah. like you guys been together for twenty years, bro. Yeah, we're watching true. you guys. That's, play. that's what's crazy about this team because obviously I haven't been there nowhere near as long as this guy yeah. has. But coming in 2019. It was almost a seamless transition because yeah. one, I was teammates with you of know course. him, so coming in, I already knew him. But then there's guys on the team that I grew up playing with, a gangs like yeah. Kyle, of Kamal, course. Mark Anthony. Yep. Then you have guys like Oso and Daniel that guys like us in that age range looked up to of because Daniel was what well, one of the first. Well, he was the first. The first, the first, the first, first one. Yeah. And then so that's already like whoa, like yeah. want to be like him. Then you see Oso come in, break into the scene. So it's like. You idolize those guys, and then you go above them, and then you yeah. have guys like Junior and Atiba. Yeah, and you're like these, like these are yeah. the guys, like yeah. they've been around the block all of, like. So I, for me, it's like it's it's crazy because I came into the team and I knew, like, well already of part of like seventy percent of the team, yeah. and the guys <laughs> I didn't know well, I still felt like I knew, of course, because of like how like yeah. uh, much of a bond that we have with the national team. So well, it's what, what was bro. what was breaking in? <clears throat> to the team like for you because I feel like it all happened so quick it was like Orlando stop playing there get your contract at TFC have a crazy season straight to Canada yeah. <laughs> like, you know what yeah. I mean just like I that wasn't, I wasn't even thinking about like if I'm being honest I wasn't even thinking about national team when I was playing in 2019 I was just yeah. like so because these guys left um, Oso and Ash left for Gold Cup and that was like a big window for me because we had also Ash and Mike and Josie leave, so there was a lot of spots open on the Plain field. Time, so yeah, yeah. I was like, I gotta take advantage of this. So like, I was in, um, I was playing. Obviously, I I dreamed and wanted to play for my national team 100%. But during that time, I was just so laser focused on doing well whenever yeah. I play with TFC that yeah. like, when the opportunity came and like I got a call from John Herdman, I was like, oh fuck, like. That's what I was going to say. What was that? Was it a phone call? Like, how, how do you yeah, get Yeah, he just called me. He's like, oh, we want to bring you into this uh, September camp against uh, Cuba, two legs against Cuba. I was like, on the phone, I was like, holy fuck, like, I'm, I'm going to go no, for the no, national yeah, team yeah. now, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't even thinking that because I was like, I went from being stressed, then having a baby, <laughs> finally yeah. getting a contract, and I'm like, oh, fuck, now I'm finally playing, like, Regular I'm, minutes. I'm, I'm, I'm making the, like, it, honestly, it was crazy. At one point, like, I wouldn't look 
every single time to make sure my name was on the roster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I didn't crazy. care that I just started the game before. I was like, I need to fuck it. Like, every single time I'd be like, all right, they send it around like 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. I need to check to make sure I'm on the roster. You know what I mean? So, like, that's where my head was at. I was like, so just focus on playing and playing well that, like, when that call came, it was like cherry on the top for the the year yeah. that like how i went from like 2018 to 2019 so it was good it was obviously really good and i was joining this guy and a bunch of other talented talented guys on the team so it was it was exciting for me i'll add to that because uh, he's kind of playing it down a bit but like <laughs> no i was gonna say that must be a down thing because yeah. you were very humble dude yeah, yeah, been yeah. Like... back in the day let's say you you signed for an mls team you didn't even have to play minutes you would be in a national team. It was yeah. easy. Yeah. Like, that's how I literally, like, I, I, I was playing, but I, I signed for TFC. The national team said, oh, this guy signed for TFC. We got to call him to the national team. It was, <laughs> yeah. it was easy. Two seconds. Yeah, it was easy. Call right away. Yeah, yeah. Now, it's hard, bro. Yeah. You, you can be a starter on a team in MLS. You might not make the team. Yeah. That's crazy. Bro, I know. Yeah. It's true. It's tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that started, went around when he made his breakthrough. So, him coming in, like, it was much harder. So yeah. it's a big, like, it's a big a deal, man. Yeah. yeah, it was a strong it's, team. It's not easy, exactly. I wanted to ask you guys, was there ever, like, maybe a coach or someone that, that helped you get to where you are today? Like, one coach? Yeah. Yeah, for me, his name is Juan Cruz Real. Uh, he coached me when I was at Clarkson, Minnesota yeah. Clarkson. And he's the one that, like, really, like, taught me what it, like, how football really is. And yeah. not only, like, like, world football, like, the way it is professionally thought around yeah. the world, you know? Because yeah. he, he played in Argen- he had a career in Argentina and Colombia and then he came over here and he was coaching. So yeah, for me he, he's the coach that really like has had a big impact. To be honest, uh, also Greg Vanny has been my longest coach. Yeah. And he's had a huge impact of on course, my career. Yeah. Like, I can't forget Greg, like Greg for sure. He taught me a lot, like a lot about football. Yeah. Uh, like on the field, how to play it properly, like sick. Um, but like yeah, Juan, Juan, and now he's coaching. He was coaching professionally, actually. Now, like oh, nice. he was coaching professionally in Venezuela. He made his way up, just like yeah. me as a player. Him as a coach, crazy. That's sick. And he coached in Colombia, and he won the title in Colombia. Jeez. Bro. Come on, yeah, sick, man. You guys still keep in touch and all the time. time. That's yeah, amazing, yeah, bro. Sure. Rich, yeah, mine would have been my. I think I have two that set me up to where I am today. Is um, one was Roberto Correa. He was the coach that I, my first coach at Uruguay, and. You know how South Americans are, they're passionate and stuff like that. So like this is the first coach I had and I had no soccer experience. Yeah. Like my par- my parents loved it, but like never put me into anything organized. So they threw me in there and I'm with five year olds and as we're getting older, six, seven, eight, this guy is so passionate. Like we score goals in uh, <laughs> in the Driftwood League yeah. and this like it's five v five or eight year old like yeah, yeah. it's like a world card in Spanish. Like, <laughs> I've seen him take his shirt yeah, off. Yeah. Like this guy's nuts. He's nuts. Yeah, yeah, he like yeah. loves loves the game. So like this guy is uh, like the first with like anything like whether he he told us he's like one of the first things that I learned in football from this guy was Richie. There's a rule that your guines have when we play uh, when we play soccer. I was like, what is it? Ball. Or player, never both. That's what he told me. <laughs> wow. So when we, this is I'm, I'm eight years old. That would make sense. That would make sense. That makes sense. So like he's the like he's the first one. Honestly, I'm super grateful for that guy because he's the first one that taught me. Like I'm glad yeah. I went that route versus somewhere else because he taught me like how much it meant to win even at eight nine yeah. years old. It was crazy, you know. Like yeah. 
when you are playing like some good some bad as well of like course. when you're he's like when you're losing you can't let a team walk all over you if someone's yeah. getting you can't you of fucking course, kick him of course you, of course you have to start a fight you said like yeah, just yeah, stuff yeah. like this so this is some stuff i've kept i see yeah i see yeah. I, I was just about to ask him like dude i guess that's where because you're yeah. you get heated on the field yeah. bro i this, feel like i gotta come out of the stands and make sure you're not <laughs> Yo, punching someone out <laughs> i've kept some of that from that guy so he's yeah. been big and then obviously you know bobby at forge is um a big one for me with um with sigma so i feel like even sigma itself has, has helped so many so many players man. yeah yeah, like, yeah those are those are the two for sure like bobby's the first one that introduced me on like this is my first 11 v 11 coach and yeah. taught me structure and we follow like the dutch ajax philosophy there so it was it was good he definitely helped me a lot so yeah. those two guys for my upbringing I'm curious. Damn. I want to go back to the to the national team really quick. Okay? <laughs> this guy loves Team Canada. No, dude, <laughs> we're going to get this guy a trial. Yo, give me, bro, give me something, bro. Give me a trial, whatever. I'm a water boy, whatever. No, I want to talk about the USA game quickly because I, because I was there and like freezing night and this, the stands weren't completely full, but like the energy was unreal. I just, I'm just curious, obviously, from a player perspective, what was it like for you guys to be like, yo, it's the first time we beat them in like forever. I don't know what the, the stat is. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that like? Because you said, like, like you said, that was like something that really put you guys and put Team Canada on like the map. Yeah. So what was that win like? So that win was important for so many reasons, bro. Even like, obviously the, the same reasons as you hear in the media and stuff, but like, I, I, like even in-house, there's a lot of stuff, bro, for, for why that win was so important. Um, so at the time, uh, the rank, the way it was working to qualify to get into the, at the time it was the hex. Yeah. So the hex is the final round of World Cup qualifying. Okay. Six teams. Yeah. In Concacaf, uh, doing what we're about to do now, which is like uh, you play home and away against every team, but now it's an octagon. Yeah. Like the, at the time it was still a hex. Yeah. And this is uh, before COVID, so the way to qualify for the top to, to qualify into the hex, they're doing it off ranking. Um, FIFA ranking yeah and the way FIFA ranking works is you have to get points and there's certain there's certain like there's so much bullshit to it so <laughs> yeah. I can't like even certain explain games bro, are worth more was, points bro, and shit it like was that, such yeah. bullshit you have to play like certain friendlies <laughs> yeah and win those games and depends like what the rank is of your team if it was home or away like interesting wow. okay bullshit. yeah, yeah. <laughs> And this game was going to take us to, uh, we were like ninth in CONCACAF or something. And this game to win was going to take us to, to sixth place. Wow. Nice. The final place. Yeah. Oh, shit. And okay. the reason we're ninth is because of, our, of the past. Yeah. Our ranking so, got so low. Mm. So we, we're, we, have done, we had done so much work before that to get it up yeah. close enough. Yeah. And finally, this game was going to take us to sixth. Nice. That was that's why it was super important to win this game. Yeah. Not only because it's the US yeah. CONCACAF Nations League. Yeah. But the most important, it was gonna give us a chance to actually qualify to like it was gonna give us a chance to have a chance. Yeah, yeah, to, have to, a, qualify, to go in Which the you don't even knew besides you guys, really, because unless you were yeah, doing that, unless you were looking it's in bullshit to explain, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, because and that's what I'm saying. First of all, on we, TSN and Sportsnet, we get like maybe twenty <laughs> seconds. Yeah. So they're not gonna they're not gonna talk to me. Yeah, so for that reason, when we won, man, 
Why? You guys celebrated like it was a fucking like. So I didn't like that actually. No, come on. Uh, because like <laughs> jobs not done. Me, I know what you're saying jobs not done. Well, yeah. for me, like we we did celebrate a little, like we celebrated nice, well, nice. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> nice, bro. We celebrated oh, nice. No, like let me explain myself. Like amazing that we like it was a big win. Mm-hmm. So like yeah, we're gonna celebrate. Like we have to celebrate, but like we did go. It was huge. <laughs> <laughs> I just think we, we celebrate too much. Like, okay, we, we needed to chill. Yeah, and, yeah. All, and I mean chill because I believed in our team. We, we all believed. But I was thinking at that time, man, bro, like, we're supposed to do this. Yeah. yeah. Like, we're, we're good enough to do this, yeah. bro. Like, we're good like, enough to beat the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. Why are we celebrating like yeah, we beat yeah, yeah. Brazil yeah. in the quarterfinal of the World Cup? You <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah. Like, yeah. True. Not, true. I don't want to say that. We celebrate like that. But I guess we did. And then... So like that was that was my mentality, but I did. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not gonna lie. Like I also, I was, yeah. <laughs> at first uh, the whistle ended, and I, I don't know. Richie heard me, but like I did tell the guy like, "Yo, chill. This is like normal." And then guys kept celebrating, so I joined. I'm celebrating this win too. No, you know? for sure. Because yeah. uh, from a fan perspective, like uh, it was huge. But it was huge. Uh, it, was well, huge it was huge, man. It was sorry, huge. It was huge. It turned the heads, bro. Yeah, yeah it really did. That, That's when it turned the heads. And that was the thing, like, again, from an outside perspective now, where it was like, sure, you, that I, I didn't even know about the whole hex, but I didn't yeah, know all yeah, that bullshit. Yeah. But it was just like, it was big for the country. It was yeah, big yeah. for the sport. So if anybody, from even from a fan perspective, who just loves the sport, loves the city, loves the players that play for mm-hmm. it, like, there was, could have just been nothing better than that. Yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and at that point, I feel like... Yeah, like that's when like TSN shit gave you guys some love. Yeah, over yeah. Fucking, thirty seconds, it was a two minutes. Yeah, yeah. Bro, I, that's, bro. it was crazy. You like, got just time. Like, I understand, man. It's yeah, business. He actually, it's business, he, he actually had. Um, <laughs> we were walking into the locker room. I won't say the re- the reporter's name or that, yeah. but he was yelling at him, telling him, "Where you? You remember what you're saying to him? Yeah. I told you. Yeah, I told him. Well, I you fucking told you. I, said, I told you. Yeah, good. I yeah. fucking told you. <laughs> because yo, like, these guys are saying like, because I I don't think I don't know if I said it in an interview or like uh, uh, off the record, but I told him like, yo, we're gonna win this game. Like, we we're supposed to be this. I'm telling you, we're better than this team. We're gonna be this team mm-hmm. today on that day. And he was like, yeah, you know, like I hope, uh, you know. <laughs> And so I, I came in, I looked at him, I'm like, yo, I, f- I fucking told you. Yo, it's crazy. I was amped, you know? Like, for sure. For sure. Be, I, was, I, I, I was amped, but like, yeah, yeah, man. It, for that yeah. reason, it, it kicked off and like, uh, and yeah, then I even think, day, like, man. I even think, like, then the, the, the Mexico game was the semifinals, right? Gold yeah. Cup. Bro, you guys were beasts, bro. You guys went in there and, like, yo, it was scrappy. It was a scrappy mm. game, but like, Again, from an outside perspective, you look like you guys made the country proud. Like people were mm-hmm. proud to say, like, "Yo, this is Team Canada." You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Like, uh, young guy at the top, uh, the top Tejan, uh, yeah, yeah. like Tejan. comes in, scores that goal, whatever. But like, it got scrappy when the game got scrappy. Like, dude, I mean, like you're always scrappy, bro. So you're gonna punch someone <laughs> on every game. So I'm like, gonna be careful. But it's like, <laughs> like it's part of your job. It's like, like, yo, Rich, every two like, games you'll get there's the like scrap. pictures of you. You're like, you like, <laughs> you know, but like, you know, these little scraps, little in-game scraps, whatever. And it's like, but it was like the whole team. It wasn't just like, yo, one yeah, guy is yeah. like. You, like you guys went in, so I, I'm even curious how that what what that game was like, what the atmosphere was like, because it was fans there. Yeah, yeah, Mexicans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seventy-one thousand Mexicans. Jeez. But no, I think we just all one. I guess you could say we had nothing to lose, but we also we as a group we know we need to start playing well in these type of games yeah. to get respect from the rest of Concacaf. So we went into this game. We're like, we need to like, we can't be like pass. 
Canada teams where it's like you one game and then yeah. you, lay, you lay over like you lay down roll over for teams like this and they whatever they want to do you let them do you don't kick them you let, yeah. we were like fuck that like we're gonna play against these guys you know like yeah, yeah. everyone nobody fuck, like who cares what happens be yeah. brave do do what you need to do on the ball play like how you regularly play don't like it doesn't matter who, you're who they have against. who we're playing against whatever so I think that was kind of the mindset in it. and then we felt like we were the better team on the day and we could have got a lot more of the um, we could have walked out of there with a win yeah. I think we should have so I think when you see these little moments it's all like the energy and excitement that we have built up and we're like True, yeah. fuck we're literally right there mm -hmm. against the best team in CONCACAF that people like to say so it's like we're yeah I think that's where all that energy and bite came from and it's going to continue to happen because of how well we played against a good team and then also just the direction we're trying to take this uh, national team as well and I feel like it, like it even looked like they came in with a level of respect for you guys yeah, yeah. like they came in and were like yo we gotta play hard <laughs> this isn't the Canada of the past where we come in yeah, they were watching they were over 3-0 yeah. you know what I mean like it was yeah, like yeah. they came in being like okay shit we actually gotta play today you know <laughs> you what know I mean like like that they respect us because when they went up when they would go up you see them start to waste time yeah yeah, yeah. Well, telling them yeah. Like, what are you wasting time for you're mexico i was telling them oh yeah yeah i was telling them what are you wasting time for you're mexico yeah. bro go score two that's or three crazy. yeah, I was yeah. Telling, I bought, yeah. I was telling right. them, that's a huge sign of respect because they're like fuck bro we gotta keep this ball these guys like i think going into the game they 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 did have respect for us for what they were seeing throughout the tournament and then after the game they, they, it was even more yeah for real because like we didn't let these guys push us around yeah and the big thing to add to to what he was saying was that we believe well we believe that we could beat them yeah, yeah. literally believe this man mm -hmm. we, we don't like like no underdog like now nah, we could like we can beat this team you yeah. know we believe that and i think we showed that Bro, the result is the result i was at a fucking party and all these people around and we have one phone and there's like four guys and we're watching the game on the phone that's how invested we were party going on around us yeah, one, yeah. Guy's, one guy's sitting on a cooler there's a bottle of wine and there's one phone like this and we were amped bro like yeah, we were amped you know yeah, what i mean like it's no, like it's getting people that's amped, like bro. something that like you think would happen in like europe south america yeah, like, there's mm -hmm. like a party going on but there's people focused on like their national yeah, team game yeah. you know what i mean yeah. especially for gold cup which is like something that like i feel like now people in canada are finally giving like even that tournament mm -hmm. a level of respect right so you're just doing big things man you guys are doing big things yeah, for soccer yeah. but you should be proud of that i want to ask you guys because you guys have both played with like some fucking very impressive players bro like s since you guys both started you guys have been playing against them or with them was there any player ever that kind of like fucking you were like damn this guy's on the pitch with me right now i mean there's a lot yeah of course man like against or with like play with both both yeah. i mean S seba yeah, yeah of course was the most special one for sure yeah. um you know these guys um jermaine defoe yeah. first came with michael bradley yeah then you've played against everyone though bro like yeah. stevie g like you i play against you play against latin too yeah. latin stevie g i play against Pirlo, Lampard, and David Villa at the, the same, same time. Same, same, same pitch. <laughs> well, yo, the best part, the pitch, I'm going to say this. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the best part about playing those three, I played, obviously, throughout the season, you played them. Yeah. But one game, I'll never forget, I played those three in the playoffs. The first game, we won 2-0, but they weren't all playing. The second game, they were all playing in the Bronx at Yankee Stadium. We slapped them 5 nothing. bro. Jeez. Yeah. And you had a boss yeah. net. And then you're like, all right, fuck these guys. I swear. <laughs> 
go against those guys, man. Yeah, Having yeah. Vigia, that's crazy. Pirlo, that's World crazy. Cup champions, Lampard, yeah. uh, Chelsea legend. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah, played against well. <laughs> Against and, and with like yeah. a lot of good players, legendary. Man. Probably guys that like growing up, you, like you maybe would have never thought yeah, you share yeah. a field with. Well, it's kind of crazy because like uh, the first couple of years, you you see these like there wasn't that much, but there yeah. was like Some a lot guys of guys in, and it's like wow, like amazing. <laughs> then you, it kind of sucks because you kind of as time goes, you take it for granted. Yeah, because like you're used to it. I got like, to play you, with this guy. Yeah, yeah, I played yeah, with yeah. the top guys yeah. now and play like so. It's like it's not like a starstruck thing yeah. no more, but. It's definitely high respect, obviously. Of course, man. Um, for these guys, and like, and we used to actually play friendlies too. Uh, they don't do, we don't do that no more. But we play. I play a friendly against Man City. Oh yeah, yeah I remember they were doing that. Roma, they stopped that. Why they stop that? Were they giving Madrid teams? Because they started getting more serious. Like, why are they gonna pay for these teams to come? Pay yeah. for these teams to come to a game that doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, fair. Yeah, it was, saying. More to, it was to make money, of right? Of course, the tickets you build yeah. the brand. Yeah, but like, now people are getting, like, at least our club was getting more serious about winning and course. the schedule is kind yeah. of already hectic. So yeah. to add another game didn't make sense. So, and now the whole league is like that, to yeah. be honest. So No one's doing that anymore. They, they are, but like, it's like subtle. Like yeah. Really low key. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, man. Yeah, a lot of That's good players. crazy, bro. bro. For you, Rich, anybody anybody that stands out? Yeah, that'd be similar to him. I've played against Pierre Lampard via. Yeah. But as a teammate, the craziest one, because I got to see him every day, was Kaka. That's insane. I Rich. sat right next to him in the locker room. <laughs> insane, bro. Like, my first day walking into Orlando City, I had to. I came late because I had um, paperwork that I had to do for Visa, and okay. he wasn't training. So I yeah. walk into the locker room, I have, like, my head down, like, on my phone. I remember it clear. I was texting my mom. I was like, yeah, I just got here. Like, yeah. it's crazy. Like, I can't believe it. Yeah. Get put, like, look away from my phone I look to like where my locker is cause the guys tell me you're just up there and I look and literally Kaka is like right beside and he's like tying his shoe to like leave and I was just like Nike commercial or some shit I was like what the fuck is like this isn't real like I have and I've showed him like I have a picture of this guy in my room at my parents house I have a picture of this guy in an AC Milan jersey like young young Kaka that's crazy and I showed him but that was uh, that was the craziest one you know I've like he like invited me to to his house and I saw like his Ballon d'Or tro- it was yeah. like that one that one was saying, w- was crazy for me and then the as a human like the the most humble respectful guy so like that really? was the um, craziest one for me because yeah. I got to see him every single day then yeah like guys like Julio Batista played there uh, Nocherino yeah. were also big uh, big players yeah. so it was cool but for me it would have been uh, Kaká Damn. That's crazy. I mean, you don't have, you don't have no time to be starstruck. You're on the pitch. You're like, fuck. I gotta play now. Like, it doesn't yeah, matter who's yeah, on this pitch. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's insane. insane. Well, look. Yep, boys. <laughs> we're the Money Buys Happiness Podcast. Okay, the MBH Podcast. We ask everybody, no matter what we talked about in the episode, Money Buys Happiness. <laughs> what do you guys think of the statement? <laughs> is it true? Is it not true? What are your thoughts? <laughs> on the, what are your thoughts on the statement? I think I think it's. I'm down the middle to be honest because. Okay. Man, I don't know when to check my morals after this, but like, if you're, if you have money, like, tell us, Rich. If you have, if you, if you have money, it's gonna make you, okay, maybe not eternally and like forever happy, yeah. but like, yeah, yeah. it brings you some temporary yeah. happiness. You know yeah. what I mean? If you can fucking go buy a sick ass crib and yeah. out by a lake and have jet ski boats that's they, that's how, awesome. how are you not going to be happy with that you know yeah. what I mean yeah. not forever maybe yeah. it lasts for a little bit but I think it's like down the middle yeah cause even if you have that shit and you don't have 
the right people around yeah. you, you're not doing the right things, and life isn't going well for you. Obviously, it doesn't matter what you have, you're not going to be happy. Of mm-hmm. course. But I think it's bullshit that people say money doesn't buy happiness because <laughs> it can for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And then it depends yeah. what you do with the money. Exactly. Too, exactly. Do and then, exactly. What if you could fucking change donate it and could change, you can change someone's? Yeah. You know what I mean? That it, makes you happy. Of course. Not even even, like, even like taking care of your family. Exactly. Like you got money to take care of your family. Right? Exactly. Stuff like, like that, that, right? That's what we see. Well, so what do you think, bro? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> yes. Yes. No, no, no. Like, like he said, and I was thinking it like money buys you happiness temporarily yeah. for sure like yeah. 100% of course but I think like over a lifetime in the end of the day there's there's, there's obviously more important things you know like but money is a good good thing to have for sure like, <laughs> it can get you yeah. some shit yeah yeah, yeah like it, it can temp- uh, I think like temporarily it's gonna make you yeah. happy bro. yeah I have, sure. I have one question before we before we end it if, if you can give any piece of advice to a young footballer right now especially in Toronto what would you tell them I would tell them, <laughs> I mean... Like, knowing what you know now and being through the experience and, and you being from here as well. Well, one, that is an exciting time to be a footballer yeah. and Canadian. So, there's that and, like, no better time. And, bro, like, just believe in yourself because, man, the now the the future is so, like, bright, man, yeah. for, to be a footballer here. So, it's going to be sick. And I would say, like, yeah, believe Okay. Yeah, I'd be similar to him, and maybe I would give the advice that I or what I did before coming here. I think yeah. I would give to a younger person that's from here because it's nice for you to see what things look like in other places yeah. to appreciate what you what you have. You have, you know, yeah. what I mean, and that's what it was for me because. Orlando guys have gone and now I've seen the facilities at the time the facilities weren't great none of that so I went from that to then seeing what BMO training grounds yeah, like and all yeah, that so like though, yeah. made me grateful so maybe I think sometimes going away or maybe not going away yeah. getting out of your comfort zone yeah. is a good thing for um, a young footballer I think yeah. especially Dope. Dope. Mm-hmm. I'm about to take that advice, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this, guy, this guy's still trying to make it. Eh? So you got, if you get him a trial, we got leave one training. Way to get him out of here. <laughs> no, guys, listen. You know, we fucking appreciate you guys coming yeah, out and, uh, and and telling us a story, spitting that knowledge and whatnot. Yeah. I'm sure, like a lot of people haven't necessarily heard all these little things, little insider things, and gonna be a cool episode we never had any guys like you or any any guys of your stature so we appreciate you guys coming out we're gonna get you back when uh when you guys are in the world cup yeah we made the world cup maybe we, yeah we'll, we'll, maybe we'll come out there it's gonna cost money at that point 20 g's yo you want to talk to me no money buys happiness bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but on that note we appreciate it and uh dean yeah there